Hi, I'm Feely. And I'm Jess. Welcome to Our, our Bariatric, Bariatric Life. The purpose of this podcast is to bring up conversations about weight loss surgery, whether you are contemplating getting it done, had it done already, or about to take the plunge. All right. So today's episode is on your why. The why. The what led you or you know to form Arthur. What has what has led us to make the decision to change what many people would consider as grueling um, actions in order to lose weight. Like what was the the what was the straw that broke my weight. <laughs> Our weight was the one that broke the camel's back. <laughs> um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? It's up to you. Okay. Um, okay. So I get this question asked a lot, you know, especially with the people that I've told that I'm going to do it. Um, even at work, I've told people that I was going to do it and they're just like, it's like mixed reviews. A lot of people are very excited for me to do it. And then a lot of people are like, girl, but if you start uh, working out and, you know, just lower your carb intake, you don't have to do that. You know, like I get that. But I think it's just I. OK, so I don't even know how to start explaining my why. It all started seven years ago when my dear friend Jess had her weight loss surgery, okay? There was a moment in her life where you said, enough is enough, I'm going to have it done, okay? That had a ripple effect on everybody's lives because there were uh, some people that were motivated to do it, like some of our friends even went as far as not getting like um, a gastric sleeve or a bypass, but they got like a balloon inserted, you know, like they, they did something. You motivated people. I want you to know that off the bat, you motivated people. You. you motivated me, you know, like I wanted to lose the weight, but I didn't have the money. Like I went to, um, I had always thought about getting this done and this is the why here's the big deal. Not only because you got it done. It's not like I was envious. It's not because of that, but the reason is because since I was 18 or younger, maybe it's 15, I remember my mom telling me, Ponto una faja, like you got to get a girdle on. Like that was the thing. Like ever since I was little, I mean, coño, I was born with 10 and a half pounds. When I was the baby in the nursery, they thought that I was three months old, you know, and I was 10 and a half pounds. So you can probably say that my whole life I've experienced being overweight my whole life you know so being overweight all my life uh having to do weight loss surgery I mean weight loss surgery for me was like the best decision in my life because I have done many many diets and I couldn't stick to it I mean you think about it there was even a diet where I would eat cookies like it was the cookie diet and it was made of linasa and fiber and all this. And I had to eat eight cookies a day. And that was my meal. Like that extreme, I went. Wow. Okay. I, I'm telling you, 
I did the HGC, the one that looks at your pregnancy hormone and the drops. Yeah. Yeah. 500 calories. I passed out in the gym one time. Like I have done extreme diets, you know, I've done the fasting. I've done uh, low carb. I've done keto when it was Atkins. I've done South Beach, Mediterranean. I did the, the what type of blood are you diet. I mean, everything that you can think of, Jesenia, and I'm pretty sure that you've done the same thing. Like, that's what led you to it. We have done so much to try to lose weight, and it doesn't stick. You know, it just doesn't stick because we don't have that commitment. Um, we try to. We do it. But then it's like I've always said that carbohydrates is my drug. There's a lot of people that are AA for alcohol or drug abuse. My, my drug is carbs. And when I, yeah, when I taste carbs, like on our cheat day, that's it. All hell breaks loose. Like I don't even know how to get back on the wagon. It's a done deal. Like I shouldn't even have cheat days because once I try the carb, I'm done, you know? So that's my why, because now that I'm going to have a smaller stomach, then it's like, okay. Um, I'm not going to be able to overeat, which is the tool because even when I was doing the keto, like, oh my God, when I discovered chaffles, like I was eating chaffles left and right until I got sick, you know, until I don't even want to see chaffle. Like, honestly, I don't even want to eat dairy anymore because the effect, because it's my, um, my addictive personality to something, you know? So having the choice of being able to do this a diet which will eventually be a low carb diet and bringing it you know like having to ingest the food into a smaller size stomach is what i believe is the key to my success because what was what was giving me failures is the amount of food that i can put in my stomach and i wouldn't stop you know and my anxiety that i would eat my feelings me too i mean i i am an emotional eater i will shop for food and not just any food it has to be carbs it has to be sugar it has to be ice cream tortillas potatoes french fries um i'm stressed at work go for french fries i am feeling depressed ice cream whatever it just has to be sugar something My why was um, I had reached a point where I could no longer take the lower back. The lower back pain was hurting so bad. At one point, I couldn't even move, and I felt like I had beaten myself to uh, paralysis. Like, I ate so much that I gained so much weight that I couldn't move or get up because my back was hurting me so badly. And to me, that was the... That was literally the straw that broke the camel's back. And, but prior to that, I had already gone through a lot of, um, a lot of experiences, but they were not enough to get me to the point of, this is it, the thing to be done. Um, I had, uh, I had, um, just living depressed, depressed, hating the person in the mirror. That right there, I hated it. I hated the person in the mirror. But yet it wasn't enough for me to do something about it. Um, I remember I was at the airport, I think 
Ron says, because of your size, we need to amend Principal Overwrite so that we can put the business into completely sweet, otherwise we need to buy another suit. That was very um, heart-wrenching. It's humiliating. Humiliating, to say the least. Yeah. So just Jesenia's getting teary eyed. I can't help it. I know, and it's making me emotional because I lived this with her, and there are so many, um, you know, there's so many battles, mental battles that we fight as women that are overweight. Um, so many standards that we feel that we have to live up to. Um, and just hearing her tell her story and knowing, um, you know, how, how bad it was, Jesenia, uh, Jess, you were, um, what was your, your weight when you went in, like before surgery, before any pre-op, anything? Uh-huh. Okay. And then on surgery day, I was 329. Mm -hmm. and, um, and there was no more looking for me. Yeah. And the thing is, like, listening to her tell her story and to hear her say um, that she didn't like the woman in the mirror, like, it just, it, it baffles me because she has always shown so much security in herself. And uh, Jesenia, Jess would always wear the Daisy Dukes and the tank tops. And she would wear it and it, like it was nobody's business. Like she wore it. Like, and I remember, remember you went to the Bon Jovi concerts. You were wearing your short shorts and a t-shirt and, 
you looked awesome and you always posted these great pictures of you no matter the weight like promoting body positive body image that I had no idea just listening to her now just how looking at herself in the mirror uh, that would that affected her like even when she would say that she couldn't stand up like I can relate to that it wasn't so much like my back um, I have a lot of pain in my feet um, and I I've experienced that and, and you know my neurologist is like it's not always going to be a mess for you like it's your weight that you have too much weight on a size five and a half foot you know it's like I'm you know um you know my highest weight was 263 and for me like you know I I it's not really like a health issue why I'm doing it like um it's just things you know like even and I'm sorry if this is too much TMI but you know even sexually it's it limits you to what you used to do back in the day 10 years ago 20 30 pounds less You were more agile. <laughs> it, it does get better. It does improve. Yeah. And I'll tell you something. Like, with with that, I mean, um, you know, Reggie has always made me feel like there was no one else in the room and that I was, I'm the best at everything that I do, you know, and that he can't get enough of me. But I know, like, you know, like, dang. <laughs> I'm just like, slow you down. Know what you can deliver. Yeah. You're, you're not Oh my God. And you're like, you're slow down. I need a break. It's not a hundred percent of what you could give when you were 30 in your thirties. And then it's like, not even because of my age, it's my weight, you know, that, and the swollen feet, like that's something that for me, it's so embarrassing. Like my feet will get so swollen and the pain in my heel and the Achilles tendon, that that's where I felt the most pain is in my feet. And it's like not having any energy to do anything. Like I just wanted to, I just wanted to come home after work and just sit on my sofa, recline back and watch a movie and eat. Or I would just sit there and look at the latest TikTok trend for pasta. I'm like, hmm, that's what we're having for dinner. You know, instead of always trying to do uh, something positive. Um, another why I will tell you also has to do with you. Um, Jess posts like these amazing pictures of herself and then just knowing what she was before and knowing what she's doing now and how she looks now. Like that's something and it's not mal de ojo. It's not celos. It's just something that you're like, damn, I want to look like that too. Like I want to, I know, but it's just like looking at her pictures. I'm like, Man, you know, like, look, at, I don't know if you remember <clears throat> this, but there was going to be this party um, and I was invited with a group of your friends. OK, and I think even one of my friends was invited too. it was like an all white party. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go because everybody that was going to be at that party has had either weight loss surgery or plastics. Right. So. Yeah. And then I was just like, no, I'm not going to go. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. That's not my personality. Like you tell me, let's go out to dinner and a party. I am there. Like I love going to parties. Like I love it. But it's like you feel out of place when you don't have like I am not a confident gordita, you know, like I'm a confident, um, 
semi gordita, like, you know, like I'm not a confident gordita at 263. I am a confident gordita at 200 because I think that's kind of like where I've lived for a long time. Yeah, like from 170 to 200, that's kind of like my zone. And I feel like, okay, this is comfortable for me. But I turned down that party because it, it, I just couldn't even imagine what I would look like. What am I going to wear? And I'm going to be in white. Estás loca. You know, like what? And I turned down and I was just like, I'm not feeling good. Like I used the whole excuse that I don't feel good. That's another of my whys. Like I want to be able to step out and, and, go out and look nice and buy new clothes and clothes that have a zipper and buttons. I don't, I'm tired of, a not the elastic or like leggings, you know, like I want to be able, I know me too, but I want to be able to wear my heels again. You know, I used to rock my heels and now ever since I got so heavy, like ni loca me meto en un tacón, I'm going to fall over, you know, like I don't have balance and it's all that. Like it may sound a little bit vain, you know, it may sound vain. But that's what it takes for you to Definitely. I know. And that's what matters. I know. So those those were my whys. Um, you know, I wanna look pretty in clothes. Um, it wasn't so much like, honestly, t I've been taking pills on my life. So popping a pill here and there doesn't bother me. It wasn't like, you know, some people are like, oh, I did it because I want to stop taking medication. Uh, you know, I'm still going to be taking vitamins. I know I'm going to take vitamins for the rest of my life, which actually everybody should be taking multivitamins. I always say there's nothing wrong with taking them even before yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, exactly. And we should be taking them. And then, um, you know, I just, I want to live my best life. I will tell you, though, one thing that really made me nervous is when just the idea that I'm going to die. And this happens, I think about my funeral like every month. It's that time of the month. And I like plan out my, I don't know, I just do. I'm dark like that. That's my dark side. I just, I plan out my funeral. Like I, I have a friend of mine who's in charge of turning people away at my funeral. <laughs> I have a bouncer at my funeral. <laughs> wow. So I do like I really plan out my funeral and I'm like, okay, um, this is the song I want sung. These are the pictures. Like make sure that, you know, you're not putting a picture where I look like a whale, <laughs> you know, make sure that no, but for real, like I do think about that. No, but before, you know, there's like, you know, I know, but I'm not going to be the type of person that's going to erase who I was, you know, that's why you always, if those of you who follow me on Facebook or Instagram know that I always take pictures from the chest up, you know, <laughs> so, or the neck, yeah, or the neck, um, but that's another thing is like one of these, uh, one day, like I think it was in April or May, that was a big why of mine, like, damn, like. I found out that somebody died of, they were 47 years old and I'm 46 and they died of a massive heart attack. Whoa. And I was like, wait, pero esa persona, like they weren't even that big. Like she was not even that big. So it, that turned into like, oh, this could be serious. Oh, here's another why sleep apnea. So I have not been diagnosed with it because I haven't gone back to it because when I went, they told me, Oh, you can just lose the weight and you'll be fine. 
which I haven't. I kind of understood it as just gain weight. You'll be fine, you know? So then I I am very heavy and I sleep and I wake up with a massive headache. Um, I f- wake up bloated, swollen, um, and I'm scared that something's going to happen to me at night and I'm not going to hear it. Not, I'm not going to realize when I wake up, I'm like, oh, hey, God. Oh. It was like, like my sister was telling she's like it sounds like you're fighting to live to breathe. That's like, scary. Snoring is so loud, and you're like, like trying to breathe, and like you're fighting, you're fighting your body just to try to breathe. And when I heard the snoring, I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy moly, like wow. But I do believe, we do believe, like I had it. Like I said, I never. Oh my gosh. That I remember telling my surgeon, I'm like, I want you to know that if I die, it's okay. I don't want you to feel guilty. I don't want you to feel bad. I just want you to to know that it's okay. Like I rather I rather die trying than live the miserable life I was living. And I love my surgeon. His response was I would never let that happen to me, and he didn't let it happen, and I'm still here, and I love him, and I have so much respect for him, and um, and I'm very happy with my results. I encourage anyone and everyone, if you're struggling with weight, don't, don't kid your body. Just go for it, um, especially if you are in your younger years, if all your life, if you were like a good um, elementary kid, sure you can do it but it's going to be very hard so don't waste your youth trying to lose the weight because you gain it because i did i did lose weight several times i lost over 100 pounds but then i regained it yeah and this is the one time that i've been successful at keeping off the weight i'm already seven more than seven years post surgery so that's good and i'm glad that you're mentioning that because I know so many people that are so resistant to it that there's so many positive things to it, like gastric bypass surgery or the sleeve can um, cause long-term remission on type 2 diabetes, negate the need for insulin injections, or any oral diabetic medication. It improves your overall cardiovascular health, 
by decreasing your blood pressure and lowering your chances of developing a heart disease and stroke in the future. Like it also treats ob obstructive sleep apnea and decreases the need for a CPAP machine. I mean, it's just so many things. It regulates your gut like um, so that you're regular so that you don't have, I mean, <laughs> you know, don't giggle. But it also changes your fertility. I mean, that has been a huge thing with me. I've been wanting to get pregnant. I've seen so many people that as soon as they drop like the first 40, 50 pounds, they get pregnant. Hey, Reggie. They tried so many times. Hey, hey, hey. They tried so many years. They gave up. They're like, okay, now it's time to go get the baby off jersey. I'm done. Kids aren't happening. Babies aren't coming. It just means it's time for me to focus on myself, keep yeah. my body in, in, you know, on point. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Can you imagine? No, I know, it's crazy. So honestly, there are so many positive things. Even like your mobility. Just with your mobility, it's not that the surgery también is going to help you, but it's also like you're going because of the surgery, you're going to be able to walk more. Yes, because a lot of that weight is going to come up. Your knees won't hurt so much. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. And if your insurance pays for it and you have a small deductible like what's going on with me, and I know um, we can talk about this in another episode, but this surgery can cost from 15000 to 35000 out of pocket here in the United States without surgery. In Mexico, you can get it done for 5000 And we're not, it's not that we're promoting anyone in particular. We're just saying these are the choices. Like in Colombia, they told me that I can get it done for 7,000, you know, so you can always fly out. And those are also great choices. Those are excellent choices. My, um, my biggest why I'm doing it is because my insurance decided that they will include it in their coverage and they were paying 80% of it. And out of pocket, I'm looking at probably not even $2,000 out of pocket. That's yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you can do it if you want to look at the if you want to look at the 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 plus size, the plus side of this surgery. There's just so many good reasons why you should get it. With any type, and that's like 0.1%, like it's like not even so, yeah, I think there's more positives. More positive, more success than, um, than, than not successful. And just listen, counting you, two, three, four, five, six, I know seven people that have had this surgery, and, and these are people from outside, you know, like not people from a support group. or These are people that I personally know that have had this surgery and they are living their best life. Like, I honestly believe you were the first one that I met that had it. And then poco a poco, like I've met um, more people that are getting it done and are just living their best life, you know. So it motivates me to do it. I will say 
Marcellus Zola. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and tell us what other subjects you want us to talk about. What would you like to learn about this topic? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions, like I said, go ahead and post them, and we'll do our best to answer them. And also, maybe it can become an episode. Right. And remember, you can hear us on iTunes and Spotify. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just starting. Thank you so much for your time. You guys have a great day. And um, talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye.